What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 39. What is going on? Episode 39. We are, sheesh, we're almost 40 episodes in. 40 episodes in. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful and excited for that. That is, that is such a great and exciting time. Like, uh, this is so this is so amazing. Like, listen, the summer has been so great to your boy. Um, it's just such an amazing time right now. Um, but yeah, my, I hope everybody's week has been going great. I, my week has been really, really great. Um, these last two weeks have really just been like you know really um, just working on the podcast and. Um, doing a lot more or learning a lot more marketing strategies and everything like that. I meant to go to the bland event with the social media, uh, Facebook marketing. I meant to go last week, but I missed it. So I got to go on Monday. So if anybody listening that's actually going and know me, make sure you text me because <laughs> I need to go. But um, yeah, I definitely need to go to that. But I hope everybody's week has been great. Um, like I said, we have, um, my week has been great, but we have a lot to get into, man. We have a lot to get into. It was a slow week this week. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't that many, wasn't, wasn't that much to get into for real, for real. I didn't, you know, it wasn't a lot that happened. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's always a lot that happens in the week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always a lot that happens in the week, but you know, it just, it just gets too much, you know, sometimes and. You know, this week was a slow week, like nothing sporadic happened. But, you know, we're going to be talking about, you know, we have the first half of the show, of course. We're going to be talking about um, the best album of the year so far, right? I want to, I want to get into that. I want to talk about some of the albums that have dropped so far. My, You know, my, I guess my top five right now. Um, and I don't even know if I have a top five right now. So we're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to get into uh, National Fried Chicken Day. We're going to get into drive Through Funerals. Uh, we're going to get into all the boot up remixes that have been coming and going and everything. We're going to get into the NBA offseason, of course. Um, and then I'm going to talk about uh, why Grand Rapids sucks right now. Um, I'm, I'm really upset at Grand Rapids right now. Uh, I'm going to talk about Drizzy. We're going to talk about power. And then for the opinionated topic of the week, I want to know. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one today. Would you have a problem with your significant other making more money than you? Or less, right? And do you believe in like 50-50? Do you believe everything should be balanced, right? We're going to talk about that for the second half of the show. So let's get right into the first half of the show. So I forgot to mention my MVP and my biggest loser of the week. My MVP of the week was the woman who um, climbed up on the Statue of Liberty. Her na- I, want, I want to pronounce her name right, so I'm going to do my best because I know how, put- how people butcher my name. So I'm going to try to do my best. Therese Patricia Akumu. I think I think I said that right. I think I think I think I think that was a solid 8.5. I think that was a solid 8.5. So she's my MVP of the week. But my biggest loser of the week as well is Tariq. Um, 
if y'all don't follow me on Instagram, if y'all don't follow my business page on Facebook, listen, I made a video and Tariq and his ass whoop. He need to get strapped, but we'll talk about that later. Listen, so we're going to get into the NBA offseason first because this it's been a lot that's happened to y'all. This NBA offseason has, it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been so much. So as y'all know, last week I talked about, um, I talked, we, we, me, me and uh, L.O. Marcelo had him on the show last week. We talked about the NBA offseason, where LeBron was going to go, right? So we was talking about Philly. We wasn't really looking at the Lakers, right? We wasn't really looking at the Lakers. And when we was talking about it, we was like, we think he should go to Philly because, you know, you got Joel Embiid in there. You really never had a big man when, you, uh, when you've been playing in uh, for 15 years, you never on each team you never had a big man for real, for real. You always you always played like small, and you always played all five positions. So thinking about it, we were like, you know, Philly should be that choice. As soon as my podcast posted, as soon as I got done, literally two hours after, two to three hours after, what happens? Motherfucking LeBron James goes to the Los Angeles Lakers for four years, $153.3 million. Holy shit. What? No. LeBron, why didn't you? And I wasn't even mad that he went to the Lakers. I was just mad that you did this like two hours after I posted my podcast, bro. That would have been some good, heavy shit. I would have been good. But, you know, it was okay. So, you know, LeBron goes to the Lakers, right? So that happens. Then I'm like, okay, you know you know what? LeBron goes to the Lakers. Okay. Well, what's going to happen? Because Paul George, you know, re-signed with OKC, Max Deal. And, you know, Paul. everybody was talking about Paul George going to the Lakers. Paul George said, hell no. I'm going to stay right here and get this money. Now, you have Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson was the first reported to, to, to go over to the Lakers. So you're thinking in your head, Lance Stevenson and LeBron, okay, they played they played together or against each other for a very, very long time. And I, <laughs> even, <laughs> even with the blowing in the air and all of that good stuff, I think – you know, I think their chemistry will be very, very, you know, Lance Stevenson doesn't fear LeBron. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't, you know, he he's willing to take a charge with LeBron. He's willing to play LeBron's games and everything like that. Like, he's willing to go toe-to-toe with LeBron. So, I think that that chemistry will be dynamic. Then JaVale McGee comes in. Okay. All right. Well, two two-time NBA champion, you know, center for the. Uh, former center for the Golden State Warriors, now for the Lakers. Um, and these are one-year deals, people. These are one-year deals that are not really concrete, you know? They're not really like, oh, two years, you know, $15 million. You know, these are one-year, like $7 million, $8 million. So then you get Rondo, right? You, you, you release Julius, because Julius Randle is now on the Pelicans. You 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 go and you release Julius, and you go get Rondo. So now in my head, I'm looking at okay, you're about to trade Lonzo, or is Lonzo staying, 
And is Rondo going to play starter? Because Rondo's not going to be a backup. Because honestly, I see Rondo and LeBron being out on the court. Because you have the two, you literally now have the two best passers in the game of basketball. And Rondo and LeBron. LeBron has led his team in passing for almost 14, the 14 seasons that he's been, actually 15, I think all his career. I think it was only one season where he did it. Um, and then you have Rondo, who damn near is a pa- is a passing point guard. He's he's literally an overall point guard. He's not a two guard. He's a literally he's a literally point guard, a, um, a literal point guard. This man averaged damn near what 11, 11 12 assists in the in the playoffs. Sheesh. Sheesh, and was the league leader, uh, the league leader in assists, I think, this year. Sheesh. Sheesh, or one of the top five. Sheesh. And LeBron said I, he, he, like, he wants to play off the ball. So you have a man, so you have a facilitator now in Rondo. Not saying that Lonzo is not one, because I think Lonzo is a great passer because he can't shoot right now, right? So I think he's a great passer in that sense. He just needs... He, he needs to be more aggressive. And I think Rondo is that aggressive because Rondo knows he can't score, right? So I think what it is, I think Rondo is going to, and I think a lot of people have been saying this, I believe that Rondo is going to very much so um, take Lonzo under his wing, Beat him down for a minute. Not not like physically beat him down. Well, maybe physically beat him down, but not punch him and everything. But literally toughen him up in the NBA wise because he's going to get he's going to get hurt out there. You know what I'm saying? Like these are big men. And even Rondo for his size is a big cocky little motherfucker. <laughs> like he 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 listen, okay? So I think it's just more so I'm gonna take you under my wing, but I'm going to show you first who the big dog is, but I like your game and you need to understand that, you know, even though your daddy is over here, you know, saying a lot of shit, you, you, you have to kind of back it up. Second round pick, you know, everybody was awkward about his shot. His shot really wasn't falling during the season. Ah, okay. Now you got to get aggressive. Now you have to sit here and kind of cancel out. You got to find the the, the 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 points of interest out of all the flaws that you had in the season. Okay, what can I do to nullify me not having a shot? Okay, I can drive more to the hoop. And if I drive more, if they find me, I can find somebody. I can find LeBron. Woo, bam. LeBron, bang. Right? So, DeMarcus Cousins. Goes to the Warriors. Now that was the biggest. That was probably the biggest story after LeBron, right? Because LeBron going to the Lakers was just okay. Now we know where LeBron is going. We've been saying this for about a year. LeBron is probably going to the Lakers, even though I said for a year, hell no, fuck that. He shouldn't go to the Lakers, but he went to the Lakers anyway. Um. Then Boogie goes to Golden State. Everybody's like, this just ruined the NBA. Oh my God. 
It's ruined the NBA. The NBA is ruined. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, you are. You're going to watch it just like me next season because I want to see this. It's going to be interesting. And the crazy thing is, is Boogie, they said Boogie got offers, but Boogie had to call um, Golden State up and ask him for a job. And, you know, Boogie asking him for a job, you know, you sometimes you got to swallow that pride. You know, when you when you making them, them type of millions of dollars and, you know, you're 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 producing your numbers, but you're not being a great teammate for real. You 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 gotta swallow some pride, and you and, and he had to swallow it up. He had to he had to take that pride pill and swallow that motherfucker, and be okay with him picking up the phone and calling, you know, one of these teams, um, pre- uh, presumably the Golden State Warriors, and asking him, "Hey, I'm looking for a job, man. And I know I just came off an injury. I know it's Achilles injury. I know I'm a liability, but I just need one shot." I need one shot to prove myself. And if you give me that shot, I will prove to you that we're going to win another title. I think Steve Kerr heard that. I think, you know what? I'm going to get you together. And you know what? I applaud Steve Kerr for that. Because Steve Kerr, I think I think now, I think now Steve Kerr is like one of the, I think, I think after this season, Steve Kerr is going to be looked at as one of the best coaches in this league, probably in this game. Um, just off of this because if he gets Boogie to act right, not even act right, not, not and I don't want to make it sound like that, but just to sit there and maybe you know change his attitude. There we go. To to sit there and change his attitude, his whole outlook, maybe reshape his outlook on how to be more involved and um, you know just leave that other shit behind. I think. I think, man, with Boogie on that team, first of all, you first of all, if you look at it from a statistical standpoint, if you look <laughs> if you look at it from a, st- st- a statistical standpoint, the five of them, Steph at point, Clay at two, um, what's that lanky ass nigga name? Kevin Durant, <laughs> Kevin Durant at three, Draymond at four, and you got Boogie at five, and all of them can shoot that's just a disrespectful thing the and the crazy thing is you're not gonna have boogie until probably after the all-star game after all-star break so you're gonna get boogie for what maybe 20 25 games and to get his you know to get his feet underwater uh, you know his is you know his motor running and everything get get his feet wet and then once once the playoffs happen, if that man starts balling, if he starts balling like I, I think and I know he's going to ball with everybody else gelling, the Golden State Warriors are going to sweep every team. And it's not even because these teams don't have talent. It's not even that. This is a super team. Once Book gets healthy, it is a super team. It is li- literally... Golden State has all the Infinity Stones. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they're all stars. They're all all stars. So I'm. I'm. It's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy. So um, this offseason has been crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Before before we jump to the next topic, Devin Devin Booker. The Suns just signed Devin Booker to a four or five year deal. A hundred fifty eight boy. De- the money calling. Oh my 
God, y'all are banking. Yo, that's some that's some crazy cash right there. Um, but let's recap last week real quick, because you know, you know, I like to recap last week. So um last week's topic was about, you know, if if there was a lack of blacks um uh a lack of support within the black community when it comes to everything. And I put that poll out and um on my Instagram poll, 50 percent say yes, fifty percent said no. And then on my Facebook poll, uh 75% said yes, 25% said no. And I pre- like I said, I appreciate everybody for voting. And um yeah, man, it's it it it's really how these questions really are how you you take them. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really your thought. They're they're not they're not supposed to be, you know, really thought about, really. It's it's really what comes to mind when you when you feel like this? What 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 does it make you feel? And you say that, you know, and um don't think about it too much. When you hear the question, how does it make you feel? And tell me that. Let me know that. You know? And uh I appreciate everybody that says that or, or does that on, on these polls. I appreciate you. Um and like I said, I think that we there 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 needs there needs to be I think we can do more. I just don't know how to do more. Um, and when I when I don't know how to do more, I get frustrated. That I think that's the thing for me. When I don't know how to do more, because I know we can do more, and the ceiling for some people seems to be so, you know, it, it's 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 reached their limit. I want to make it for people to know or people just to see and know that the limitations are not here. I've been breaking limits for for as long as I can remember. And people have been telling me like, yo, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. My own people, you're not going to do it. And the limits that I've been breaking, when you see people's faces, it's ridiculous. So it's, it's just we, we do need to. I, I do feel as though we can do more. I just don't know what more is and how we can get there. I just want it sometimes I just want a pack of leaders to just get together and just embrace and talk and bounce ideas off of each other and come up with solutions. Come up with you know what? Can we get the Black Panther Party back together? Honestly? Is that a thing? Can we do that? It's like the Black Panther Party not a thing anymore. Cause I, I would really want to get that back together. I don't know. I just I maybe maybe I'm crazy. I I would love to get the Black Panther Party together. Um, or if it's still around, be a part of it. Um, I know if it's not, that would I would I would be kind of sick. But I would I would definitely want to be a Black Panther. Like I don't know. It's just I don't know. I don't know. I just I just want I just want to support my people. You know, in any way, shape, or form that I can. And then once my once my people are supported, support the the whole community, because like I said last week, we do have privilege now. We have some type of privilege because they are literally they are literally like they don't give a fuck about the LGBTQ community. Like we have privilege, we really do. We have we have a little bit. And, and like I said last week, it may not be as much as we want it to be as much as we thought it might be 
but we definitely have more privilege than a lot of minority groups. And one example, like I gave, was the LGBTQ community. Like we really do. So we need. Sometimes we need to just check ourselves and understand. Like we need to start using our privilege for good and start going into our communities and showing them. Like, listen, okay, you can do it. We just gotta work, and you can't be on your ass. You know what I'm saying? We gotta be working in any any way. Period. So. Man, listen, let's talk about, um, that was not, that was, ooh, we was going to talk about the wrong thing. So listen, I thought on this, on the shade room that China, hold on, got drive-thru, uh, or Japan, I'm sorry, has drive-thru funerals. Yes, I said that, drive-thru funerals. Okay, now, I'm going to read. A funeral parlor in Japan is definitely trying to switch things up when it comes to funerals. The Japan Times reported that the Kankun Susas Achi Group uh, developed a drive-through funeral home that allows um, that allows guests to say their goodbyes and keep it pushing at the same time. Guests literally have the option to drive up to the window where they're headed, uh, where they're uh, handed a touchscreen to sign their name. Leave a note and some condolence money. If y'all thought uh, that was it, they also have an electric um, incense burner device in case guests would like to offer a prayer, according to Vice. Wow. Whoa. That's what we doing? Driving through, just sign your name and go. That's it. Drop, drop the body off and that's it. All right. Drive through funerals, everybody. Drive through funerals. Like, what would you do if you like? What 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 would happen if we had a drive through? Like, what would you do? Like, you just sign the name, you know, casket right there. Hey, how you doing? All right, see you later. That's it. Good night. Like, damn. You know, we here to mourn, not mourn, but to celebrate life. Becoming new life, and y'all niggas trying to piece the fuck out. That's crazy. Hey, all right now, peace out, bro. All right, all right. Let me. Hey, can we we can say a prayer? Hey, I gotta. I look. You gotta go. Yeah. Um. Can't. No. Okay. <laughs> Horrible. Drive. Everybody drive through funerals. Everybody. Japan is on one. That, and and, and Loki, that's why I want to study abroad over in Japan. Japan is on one. Drive through funerals, y'all. Dri- <laughs> why do they have drive? What is like what? Like what would be the like what would be? You must be in a very much rush to have to have to have a a, a drive through funeral. Like that's re- that's crazy. You can send condolence money. You got condolence money? Yes. Thank you so much. We'll take the condolence money. Thank you. We'll appreciate you. You know what? If black people, you know what? If we, if, if they had a uh, drive through here for black folk, listen, it would be so crazy because you know they'll get a plate. You feel me? If you drove through, if you drove through, you get a plate of food. You know, you you send them a card, you'll get a plate of food um, with like some chicken, you know, Ponderosa because you know everybody. Everybody, 
who either we celebrate in life or either we celebrate in the birthday, we celebrate in the passing of somebody, we celebrate in the birthday, we celebrate in a graduate. Listen, Ponderosa is at every funeral arrangement damn near, okay? I'm just letting you know. But it's damn near also at parties. It's at black fun. It's at damn near every black function. Okay. Ponderosa is that shit. Okay. Now, it's a little salty sometimes, but I'm just saying. Ponderosa is at everything. And, bruh, you will literally get some Ponderosa mac and cheese, um, string beans, cornbread, p- plate handed out to you. I'm telling you, drive through funerals, bro. Drive through so Drizzy Drake, man, he just put out a, you know, his, uh, you know, we talked about his, his album Scorpion. Um, so I'm, I, I think I gave y'all the songs that I liked. Um, I don't know if I did for real and I listened to it. I don't think I did. So I'm gonna give you some of the songs that I'm really, really banging with. Um, so on the A side, on the A side of everything, I am banging with eight out of 10, uh, Elevate, Emotionless, God's Plan, I'm Upset, of course, um, Talk Up, and then on the B side, I like Blue Tint, Jaded, uh, Nice For What, of course, um, That's How You Feel, and My Feelings Don't Matter, Don't Matter To Me, After Dark, and March 14th. So, I think I gave you all those, yeah. So now, Drake put out, like, you know, a little... A little rap verse, and uh, it sounded like he was coming for Kanye and push ahead, but it's over, bro. It's over. It's over. I don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it no more. It's it's a rap. You lost this. Can we? Can you just say you took this L? It's okay. You took the L, Trey. It's okay. You you took the L. Like we needed answers. You gave us answers. You took this L. It's okay. You 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 let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go, bro. It's okay. It's okay. We we accept. We accept it, right? So. With this now comes this best album of the of the year so far because you know we're six, like I said, we're six months into the year now. With damn near seven, um, we're seven months into the year now, and some albums have dropped. And as much and you know, it's so many, so much music that I don't listen to that I need to listen to. Um, before the music that I have listened to and the albums that I have li- um, that I have listened to that I have dropped, um, for right now, I would say my top three albums are going to be, and I know people are going to kill me when I say these. Um, it's going to no, well, not really. It's going to be. J. Cole, um, K.O.D., of course, um, sheesh, uh, Cardi, um, Invasion of Privacy, and then... Man, we stretching. <sighs> My God, why y'all doing this to me like this? 
Uh, I was about to, I was about to say heartbreak over full moon because I'm still banging that. I'm still banging heartbreak over full moon. And no, I'm not putting Scorpion at the top. It's just another Drake album. Let me say that. You know what? Yeah, those are those are my top two right now. Those those are my top two. Yeah. Um, Kod and Invasion of Privacy. Those are my top two. Cause I, you know what? Honestly, I haven't. I've been listening to this these these albums honestly, and every time I listen to these albums, I'd be I I literally just turn the albums off and just play some '90s music. Like I just really be on some '90s vibes right now. It's the summertime. I'm really on some '90s vibes, um, some just 2000s vibes right now, and. You know, my mind is not really on the new type of music right now. And, you know, I really wanted to hear Drake. Oh, Beast Mode just came out and I have to listen to that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited for Future. I think that's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for Future. You know, I just, I wanted three three artists to come out before 2018 ended. So I could listen to them. It was J. Cole, Future, and Drake. J. Cole gave me a banger. Um, Drake gave me a... A Drake album, and now Future gave me a mixtape, which I know he's coming out with an album next. So I'm excited for that. Um, so yeah, I you can say that I'm pretty. I'm I'm being a little biased, a little bit, just a little bit, you know, to other artists. But I'm 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 I am taking heat and taking note. And it's not really five albums that have popped out to me. You know, Kanye's spread of albums were very, very great. I liked them. But if Tiana's album was completed for real, for real, I would put that at number three. Like, I was I was killing myself not to put um, her album at number three. But because it wasn't as complete as I wanted it to be, and I know as she wanted it to be, um, I can't put it there because they fucked her up again. And it's just like, I don't know. That's just fucked up. So top five, I don't have them yet. Top two, KOD and Invasion of Privacy. Cause I bang with Cardi and I, um, I was waiting for Cole. So I think those top two albums are my favorite right now. And if I have a top five, I will get back to y'all on that, but I don't have one yet. I don't have one, you know? Um, so we're about to get into, um, Power, man. Did y'all watch Power? I know y'all watch Power. So listen, if you didn't watch Power, Power comes on, episode two comes on today, Sunday, uh, July 8th. You understand what I'm saying? It comes on. And, um, if you did not watch Power last week, it was ridiculous. It was crazy. Okay. Um, Tariq. Is a wild motherfucker. Angela Valdez, wow motherfucker. And if you have not watched Power, you need to. All I need to tell you is listen, Tariq is about to be a look, is about to be a ghost in the making. And Ro Timmy, Ro Timmy done got some balls. Do you hear me? Dre done got some balls. Ro Timmy, okay? He better chill out. Ro Timmy done got some balls, bro. Man. I'm sitting here like, oh, okay, okay, because I, th- I I really thought they was going to kill Dre, but this man said, boy, the Jimenez is on my side. What are you talking about? I got him. I got him on lock, bruh. 
Don't ever come from my head like that, bruh. You got me bumped, B. I'm like, oh. Well, he ain't say it all like that, but you know. You know, he came with the hood, the black hood and everything. I said, oh, you coming like this? You coming like, uh, okay. So, new episode of Power comes on tonight. I'm so excited. Um, and Tasha, stop messing with that burger-ass nigga, man. Oh, boy-headed. He a burger. Don't mess with him. He a burger. He dry. He don't. Don't do that. Don't mess with him. No. No, no, no. So, listen. I miss National Fried Chicken Day this 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 year, bro. And I was so sick. National Fried Chicken Day was July 6th. And when I realized that it was National Fried Chicken. Listen. If you know me for real. If you know me, know me, know me. You know that I love me some fried chicken. You know that I love me chicken, period. Right? But fried chicken is everything to me. It is everything. I love me some fried chicken. Like, if you can cook some great fried chicken, I will tell you. Because I know how to cook some great-ass fried chicken. Do you hear me? My fried chicken is slap. And especially if I got all the seasonings. Ooh. If I got my... Mm, it's a wrap. It's a wraps. Do you hear me? But I love me fried chicken. So listen, it was National Fried Chicken Day. Didn't even know it. And I wanted some wings that day too because that was a Friday and I wanted some wings too. And I was like, damn, I want some wings. I'm really feeling some chicken. But I was like, no, I'm going to go get me a motherfucking burrito. The burrito was nasty for one. I spent like seven dollars on it for two and i was like nah i don't even want this no more and then at like 10 o'clock found out that it was like national fried chicken day i was like yo and you know popeyes they closed captain jay's they closed everything around gr closed i'm like (sighs) i was sick y'all i was so sick i was so sick so Hopefully, by the by, by I can get some chicken today from Captain J's or something. Or something. I need something, y'all. Something. Cause listen, listen, it's it's horrible. So listen, if you want to send a brother some fried chicken, I'm always down. It, it gotta be good though. It gotta be good though. You feel me? I'm always down to to to, to receive orders of fried chicken. It gotta be good. Can't be soggy neither. Don't you put it in no oven. It better be on the stove. Don't play with me. I know what it is. <laughs> Don't play. Don't play. Don't play. Um. So, yeah. So, GR had their annual fireworks this year. Yay. Um. Downtown in Grand Rapids. And it was put on by Amway. Uh, Amway puts them on every year. And this particular year, I've, I've gone down there every year, I, I believe, every year since I've been staying in Grand Rapids for the summer. I've been uh, I've been going every year. And every year, you know, it, it gets better and better. This year, though, sucked. This year very much sucked. Um, usually at the end, they, they do like this finale and they have all the fireworks just going off, just going crazy. And this year, when I tell you, it was literally the ending just was like, oh, we're done. It was like an overdone oh, type moment. 
Then on top of that, the fireworks, the ash from the fireworks was hitting everybody. I mean, it was hitting babies. It was hitting um, grown men, grown women, uh, the dogs, the cats. I mean, you getting hit, you thinking it's something crawling on you, but you really getting hit with ash. I mean, big old ash cubes hitting you in the face. Ugh. Like, you like, what is going on? And I said, uh, yeah, it's time to go. I had to take a whole shower when I got back. I said, no. So, uh, Amway, GR, next year, do better. All right? Do better. Um, and like I said, my MVPs of the week are um, the the heroic woman that got up on the Statue of Liberty protesting for the immigrants um, whose families are being stripped apart. Like, I appreciate her. You know, and she's, um, uh, she's not even, I don't think she's actually from the United States. Uh, I forgot where she was, uh, from, but, um, I salute you. I applaud you. You are someone that definitely needs to be on the front lines. And, uh, I just appreciate just heroics like that because we don't see that nowadays. You know what I'm saying? We don't see that type of stance. We don't see that type of peaceful protesting as i call it because they're, they're not doing anything they're just chilling on top of the statue but because you know we have so much going on in the world right now we can't protest right now we shouldn't be able to protest i guess so you know just to see that was amazing to me um because a lot of people won't do that probably me you know what i'm saying I, i'll be the person to say that i'll probably I probably would. I'm not even going to lie, but I'll probably have somebody do it with me. And, you know, for her to do it, I'll be like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. So I, I just appreciate her. Um, and we need to get these families back to these 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 families. Um, they need to get back together because it's ridiculous. This is ridiculous, y'all. This is uh, it's, it's still killing my spirit. It's still killing my spirit to see this, to see these camps, to be tough for for the news to go into these camps and just just record and just ask questions and that's it and we're not doing anything and oh we're sorry and uh, it it uh, it's just it's just it's a lot you know what I'm saying it's it's a lot and the thing is we have it in our backyard you understand what I'm saying I've been seeing this for a long time like my own community has been like I said last week we've been getting stripped of America has been stripping families for years this is nothing new it's just with another race and another demographic you understand what I'm saying these are immigrants who are trying to leave unfortunate situations to try to come to a fortunate situation to now experience one more trauma and unfortunate uh, situations it's just ridiculous and as americans quote unquote the home of the land you know land in the uh, the home of the uh what is it the hope and the brave landed landed the free or some shit like that bro i don't want to hear that you know it's just it, it's just a, a slogan just like everything else a slogan a slogan for america and um, I think if America was alive right now, I think America, she would be 
devastated. She would be so fucking disappointed at at the progression and where we are right now. Um, but hey, like I said, I give so many props to um, Therese Patricia Akumu. Um, I think I like I said, I, I think I said it right. And my biggest loser of the week, of course, was Tariq with his badass. He needed he needed to get the strap. Fifty Cent, you need to hit him. You need to get that strap on his ass. You hear me? Strap, ghost, strap, Tasha, strap. Stop playing. Whoop him. All right. All right, so we're going to take a five-minute break. You know what I'm saying? Get your mind clear. We are going to come back with the Opinionated Brother Podcast with the um, Opinionated Topic of the Week. I'm sorry. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. We'll be back. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? We are back. We are back. We are back. The Opinionated Brother Podcast. We are back with the second half of the show, the Opinionated Topic of the Week. Man, this is a good question. I wonder, I wonder, ooh, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be, listen, I've been getting some questions, man. I've been getting, listen, I've been making up, I've been getting some, some nice little topic of the weeks, man, for the, for the past three weeks. It's been some good topics. But listen, would you have a problem with your significant other making more money than you or less or less money than you? Um, would you have a problem with that? Um, and, is is it okay to have a 50-50 type of relationship, you know, as to where um is it is it okay to have you both going half on everything, you know, basically that in that sense is is it okay for you? Um I in my personal experience with this question, um I don't have a problem with my woman making more money than me. I don't think that should be a problem at all. I think a lot of independent women, I think, see it as a problem, though. And I don't think more men see it as a problem. I think more men get a little too comfortable when... Because I think for for a minute, I think for a minute, men saw it as a problem. Because men didn't want women to work you know, quote unquote, men didn't want women to work. They didn't want them to excel. They don't, they, well, and, and still now to this day, they really don't want that. However, but that's how the world is moving. Women have been excelling more than men for a long, for a lifetime. They birthed us, duh. So it's just like the fuck, like we come out that vagina. Like, what are you talking about? You know, so they've been excelling for so long. You know, and we, and we as men are so dumb to just think that they're just, you know, mothers and, and just, you know, there to just hold a child, you know, and the narrow mindedness, the, the narrow minded, uh, minded man to have that thought process is not thinking about, okay, this woman is more than just a mother, more than just somebody to just carry a child. She is someone who is very intelligent, um, very, very unique in every aspect of that, uh, and every faucet of that, and able to do, or even better, do better, um, the things that men, quote unquote, do, you know what I'm saying? So, to say that it would be a problem, I think 
it was a problem for so long. I think in American culture, it was a problem. However, now, I think it's getting a lot more comfortable. I think a little too comfortable. You understand what I'm saying? I think when a woman makes more than a man, I think when a woman is at a bracket where she feels powerful, where she feels in in tune with herself, now she's financially stable to a point where she can take care of herself, where she can be independent and on her own. I think that, I, I, I can't speak for no other man. In my personal opinion, that is very sexy to me. You understand what I'm saying? That is very, that is very, very, very in, intriguing. There we go. Intriguing, intuitive, uh, intuitive. I'm very turned on by that. You know, when you don't have to depend on me, that makes me want to chase you more, right? Like, I want to see what what you're about. I want to see what I want. I want to. I want to. I want to get into your mental a lot more now. I want to. I want to check you out a lot more now because you don't need me. You understand what I'm saying? You're not falling overly falling over me. You're not sitting here trying to demand an attention. You're trying not to demand my time. You know, you 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 know that you are busy and you have your time. And when we need to meet, we can meet. Or when we can meet, we can meet. But, you know, it's not like a, oh, let me text you every day type thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and in a financial sense, when a woman is financially stable and able to do that for herself, I think it intimidates men at first. I think I think men get intimidated because they want to be the breadwinners. Um, as a man, we want to be the head of the house, and I don't and I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Um, being the head of the house, I think, is is the 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 formation or the foundation of what is laid to have a relationship. Um, but the woman actually being and and this is coming just from personal experiences because my mom was you know I, I i was raised as the only child so my mom was the head of the house you know what i'm saying and when i got to age i had to become the quote-unquote man of the house you know what i'm saying so i'm talking from i'm i'm i'm, I'm talking from a, a single child standpoint but i'm also trying to broaden it out and say like listen this just doesn't happen with a single child's you know single parent home you understand what I'm saying? Um, so when you are basically the the breadwinner, right? When you are the woman who's the breadwinner in the relationship, I think men, like I said in the beginning, get too comfortable. I think there's a comfortability. When you when you make a man get too comfortable and he's giving you what you what you need, I think that makes him complacent, right? Especially if you're spending money on him and gifting him and, you know, getting him things that, um, that, not, that not necessarily he needs, but necessarily he wants. You understand what I'm saying? And we see a lot of that, especially in the black culture. Um, but we just see a lot of that period. Um, when you get in relationships, women are caretakers. They're, they're givers, you know what I'm saying? They take care of us, but they give also. You understand what I'm saying? And sometimes they give a little bit too much, right? 
and you have a woman who's financially stable and she's giving so much, a man gets complacent. A man gets comfortable. He gets like, okay, you know what? I can just call my girl and she got it for me. Hey, baby, can I borrow $50, you know, for this and this and this? Now, you may or may not get a cuss out. <laughs> you may or may not get uh, told off, you know, about your, why you need this and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, you know that you're probably going to get this money, right? You know that if you ask her, she's more than likely going to give it to you. And a lot of people don't know how to say no. Right. Especially when we get into these situationships or these relationships, you have to be able to say no. You have to be able to. First of all, you have to be able to find somebody that's actually on your level. Right. No matter if they're no matter what tax bracket, you know, what I'm saying the level, the level of money should not be what you're aiming for. Seriously, like somebody who's making more than you or less than you should not be what you're aiming for when you're trying to look for somebody in um in when it comes to settling down or being in a relationship money should never it it shouldn't it should be a factor but it shouldn't be much of a factor to the point where you're like okay if you don't make $150,000 I can't bang with you you know what I'm saying like that's I don't I don't think that's kind of right you know um, I look at it from a, uh, maturity and emotional standpoint. That's just how I roll. That's how I, that's how, that's how I'm cut. Um, cause there's a lot of people out here with celebrity status where I still drive a Hondas. Come on now. Like it's okay. Like, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here with a whole podcast that's damn near getting internationally wide known. I'm still living in my, in a college dorm, getting my master's though. That's okay. I'm cool with that. Like, like there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And so for so long, I think America has been so capitalistic when it's, especially in our culture. Um, if you look at fashion, if you look at music, if you if you look at every avenue for real, for real, there's some type of money factor. The way the perception of how you look, you know, you have to you have to play the part. And I was never really the play the part type of guy. You know, I was always the shorts, you know, maybe some flip-flops here and there. But if I need to step out, oh, I'll step out, you know, get some loafers, nice suit, shoes, you know, step out when need be. However, I never really played the part. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can't. That was never my type of deal. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, and like I keep saying, I'm a real model, not a role model. So... Just, just saying, just, just knowing that you don't have to have that type of money or just, you know, the tax bracket shouldn't be a problem. So you making more than your significant other should not deter you or, um, disturb you from, from where you're trying to go in your relationship. It shouldn't be that type of a deal. Um, I think men men have been, you know, making more than women for so long. And and that's the norm. You know what I'm saying? We're 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 a country that breaks a lot of barriers. You know what I'm saying? The ceiling the ceiling is very high in America. You understand what I'm saying? We keep breaking barriers. And even though it it comes with prices a hell of hell of a price, um, 
we continue to break these barriers in America, um, in different cultures and different uh, different demographics, but as a whole community um, in America, uh, we continue to break barriers. But like I said, it comes at a cost. However, so when we talk about women making more than men, and then the 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 possibility of you know your man not liking that you're making more than him i think that very i think that that notion like i said has switched over to now men are just getting complacent and comfortable because they know that their women are these are independent women and men are now looking for an independent woman not to more so just be her on her own but looking for a mother another mother to take care of them and i think women now are on this on this thing where they like, listen, we we fell for that one time. We ain't going for that again. You understand what I'm saying? So I think now it's a it's a good time for men to step up and be on APs and Qs. You understand what I'm saying? And it's and it's not really to say, okay, no, you gotta sit here and make so much money. You know, I don't think people, more so women, if they make that much money, would sit here and be that superficial to be like, okay, you got to make this type of money. Now, I've, I've, I've met some women like that. I've, I've definitely met some women, but not the whole population of women do that. So for the ones that don't do that, you know, you have those who be like, listen, baby, we can go to McDonald's. Ain't no thing. Let's go, bro. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no thing. Like, literally, we can cook at the crib. Let's go. Like, what what we, what we doing? We 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 eating ramen, uh, ramen noodles today? Like, what's up? We good. You know? So, um, it was just, it's, it's just, you, you, I don't think people need to see the cha-ching when you see somebody. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to see what kind of money they have. You don't have to see, um, try to maneuver the relationship off of money. You know? So, when it comes to the 50-50 question, um, is it... Would you be okay with a 50-50 type of relationship? You know, um, 50-50 on the bills, 50-50 on the... And I've seen, I've seen a lot of polls and questions about this, and I wanted to bring it to the table of the opinionated brother. And I was like, hmm, that's a good question. And, you know, I'm pretty... I'm, I'm kind of in the middle on that. Because it's like, if... If you are, if we are on the same level, now if we're on the same level, if we, if we're making the same amount, or if we're, you know, if you're a little above me, or I'm a little above you, don't matter, whatever. Um, I don't really. It's really it, to me. It's really, it's really like, listen. If you want to pay some, go ahead. If you want to take. 25% and I take the rest, that's cool. If you want to take 50% and I take 50, that's cool. But I'm not going to let you pay most of the bills. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I'm going to, personally, I don't think I'm going to let my wife pay most of the bills, especially the heavy bills. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's like uh, like a light bill or something like if I if I if we got a heat bill that's like forty dollars, I'm like, babe, just just can you just make sure we get that paid? You know what I'm saying? Like something like that, like some a small bill, you know? But like the heavy bills is on me. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that. I, I, I just, I just, I just feel like that's been, and, and that's a thing where, you know, my mom really kept up with her bills and everything. So it was just like, you know, I, I know women can pay their bills. Not all of y'all, but some of y'all, but that's, that's men too, too. Come on now. But <laughs> listen, I would say 50, 50 when it comes to the relationship, when it comes to communication and trust and everything, but like bills and everything like that, when it comes to that, I I, I feel like, you know, men just pay the heavy bills. You know what I'm saying? Like men who let their women just pay everything is ridiculous. You know, now I know I don't have some downtimes where my exes have, you know, paid for some stuff and I've paid them back and, um, you know, they pay for me to go out and everything like that. Like, you know, being a girl, being a real girlfriend, like literally, you know, like, babe, here you go. Here a couple of dollars. Have fun. Like you, you've been working. I know you <clears throat> just have fun. You know what I'm saying? And I don't see any shame in that. However, when it comes to you just giving it out so much and he just going out, going out, going out, going out, spending, 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 and he's not doing anything, you know, in return with his life for real, um, or just even with his time or the money that you're giving him, uh, I think you need to put that back. I think you need to choose another boyfriend. <laughs> Whoever you, you know, I think you need to choose somebody else, you know, because that's, that's not. Yeah, that's not going to work. So, um, in retrospect, you just have to, I, I think, honestly, when it comes to in a relationship sense, the qualities that come into a relationship, 50-50, you know, communication has to be 50-50. Trust has to be 50-50. It, it literally has to be low-key 100-100 because you got to keep it 1,000 with everybody. You know, you got to keep it 1,000 in that relationship. And, um, I just believe that when it comes to the money situation or like, you know, like bills or something like that, um, you know, or going out or something, it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know, picking up tabs and babe, I got this, babe, I got that, you know, like I said, it should be, it shouldn't be a, um, I'm just swiping or you just swiping, you know, we taking turns going out, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I got it tonight, babe, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got it like that. Like, it don't matter what type of tax bracket you in. It don't matter what type of job you work in. Like it, it, sh- it shouldn't. I'm, I'm kind of still upset that it does in a way, but it shouldn't matter. And I think our, our, our minds and our, our way of thinking is changing to a point of simplicity when it comes to relationships now, because everybody doesn't want that much for real, for real. Like I know I don't. I don't ask for a lot. Feed me. Feed me. You understand what I'm saying? Feed me and just like, let's just make sure we on a a great path together. Like you got to elevate when you come with me, like know each other, know each other when you, when you decide to go into this, you know, real quick or something like that. Like it shouldn't always be about the cash. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all like last week, that's why most of my first dates, I cook, I cook. Like, I don't want to sit here and go out to eat because one I don't like everybody food. That's one. Two, I got stuff to do with this money. I'm trying to make this money circulate. You hear me? So listen, 
let me cook for you and show you that I ain't no regular, degular, schmegular nigga. You feel me? Like, I, I can throw it out in the kitchen. You better ask somebody. So, when you, when, when you, when you, when you are experiencing somebody on a level of emotional maturity, um, spiritual maturity, um, mental maturity, instead of just financial maturity, um, but then you are experiencing them on financial maturity, I think that that's a win, 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 win. You know what I'm saying? But when we're just trying to experience somebody just financially, oh, when we got that money and on a, on men and women's side, like you, we, we can't be doing that. Like men, we can't be continue, continuing staying complacent on their couch or in their bed, going out and doing nothing and then coming home like, yeah, I had a long day. Like, babe, can I do this? Can I do that? Like asking them when they working their asses off. You understand what I'm saying? And women, we y'all have to be conscious. Y'all have to be conscious enough to sit there and leave them if they're not doing anything with their lives. Literally, if they're not doing anything, you have to be conscious enough to say, okay, I got to go. I can't, I can't do this with you. I can't take care of you and me and trying to just take care of me first. I got to do me first. You got to take care of you. You got to get up, especially if you are literally pulling somebody up trying to pull them up so much and they are not helping themselves. You cannot help nobody that does not want to help themselves, literally. So you cannot keep giving money and giving time, right? Money and time, bump the money. You can't keep, keep, keep giving your time and effort to somebody who is literally just taking that time and especially your coin and not doing anything with that, you know? So in a relationship, even in a friendship, it can be 50-50. You know what I'm saying? My friends have paid for my my meals. I've paid for their meals. Like, we, we, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? But relationship sense, like, it shouldn't be, you shouldn't be pulling nobody. It shouldn't be to the point where, the, you know, you're just pulling their weight. It should be to the point where y'all are managing each other. Um, not, well, not, not managing each other, but, you know, being able to understand that making more money is not the problem. There's, there's no problem in that. You understand what I'm saying? There's no problem. As long as you love each other and as long as you, um, have a healthy relationship with each other, that's all that matter, bro. That's all that matter. So bump the money, the money will come. If y'all got it, spend it, flaunt it. You know what I'm saying? Make it circulate circulate that money all right so that is it for the opinion of the podcast y'all we we appreciate you coming through and listening one more time listen episode 39 we'll be celebrating what our one year anniversary august 31st oh my gosh i'm trying to find a nice little venue in Grand Rapids so if anybody knows a nice little venue in Grand Rapids um like a nice little sit down, uh, eat type thing. Um, uh, let me know, email me at info, uh, at tyronzahicks.com. Uh, I'll have everything at the link below. I have my email down there and, um, yeah, yeah, man, I think that's it. I'll be heading to Detroit youth day on Tuesday. Um, um, I got asked to do that with Grand Valley. So I'm excited to do that. And, um, yeah, this week is just working, man. Just getting the work done. 
So I appreciate y'all for kicking it with me. And just remember and understand that life is like riding a bicycle. In order to keep your balance, you got to keep moving forward. So do not stop. Keep grinding. Whatever you're going through right now is a test. It's going to, you, you're going to get through it. Trust me. You're going to get through it. You're going to get through it. So just keep grinding it out, y'all. Don't don't stop on me. Don't stop on me because I'm not stopping on y'all. So don't stop on me. All right. I love y'all. We'll be back next week. Peace out.